0: Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. I am so happy you're here today. This is going to be a fun episode. I kind of like this little title of it, Nine Sweet and Sour Truths about your business, right? Because it's some great things, but some things that are not so great. And I just wanted to kind of lay it out there for everybody that these are what I have discovered over the years and think they could be useful to you and give you some food for thought. Get it? Food for thought, the sweet and sour. Okay, so the first one is that you get to fit this business and your schedule around your current season of life. But the sour truth is that it doesn't allow freedom like people think. Let me explain. So you get to schedule your meetings and your calls and when you work around maybe what your kids are doing or other activities that you're involved in, which is absolutely wonderful. When I started mine, that was the best thing about it is that I wasn't away at a job all day reporting to someone else where I had to be on their schedule. I did get to make my own schedule. But that sour truth was that you don't get the total freedom, because you are always accountable to this business. And you should be you're the owner, the buck stops with you, right? And things have to get done and customers and clients have to get taken care of. For my gift businesses, for example, Holidays were the busiest time of the whole year. So guess what? I was working all of November and all of December up until Christmas Eve at noon. And then I was working the next day because we would get so many online orders. It's not even funny. And then having to deal with if there was a shipping issue or every now and then, you know, the wrong product was shipped or whatever happened or something broke during shipment. You know, I was always on call, so I always had to be available, whether it was by email or phone and have hours. Now you can set boundaries with your customers and say, we work these hours and put that on your website or put that on your Facebook page. These are my hours. So you can set boundaries for that, but you just have to know as a business owner, you have flexibility, but you don't have like 100% freedom, if that makes sense. So the next truth is that you get to make money doing something you love, but the sour truth is maybe not right away. Do you get to make good money? And this is pretty much true for most businesses unless you have some major, you know, group of people that are have been waiting for you to come out with a product for years or offer a service and you've got all this demand built up ahead of time and that you're off and running. Otherwise, most people are just kind of starting from ground zero and working their way up. And when I say working your way up, I don't mean like as in a job, but working your way to making more money. So the exciting news is that, oh my gosh, how lucky are you that you get to make money doing something you are passionate about, right? But you just have to know when you start, that the money may not be there immediately. And so take a calculated risk. Don't just go all in and say, I'm going to quit my job today because I'm going to start this jewelry business. But the jewelry business may not really make money for a year because you've got to do all these things to get your website up and get photos taken and get prototypes and pieces of the jewelry made. You see what I'm saying? So be smart about it. If you already have a job, keep your job. Don't quit until the revenue actually warrants you quitting that salary job. The third truth is that it is an awesome creative outlet for something that you're truly passionate about and it's so much fun. But the sour truth is that sometimes you have to pivot or shift or change your product offering to fit what customers are actually demanding versus what you just wanna offer. I've seen other artisans and artists get stuck in that mode of only offering this certain thing (laughs) that they love. Maybe let's just say it's a jeweler and she offers this one type of necklace that, you know, has initials on it, which is amazing, but come to find out her clients really wanted gemstones on it and really nice stones. I'm just throwing out an example here. And if she would only pivot a little bit and start offering the gemstones, she would get more business. So that's what's hard. I think sometimes we get stuck in our creative brain that it has to look this way or that way. You have to know that you have to be able to be flexible and you have to shift. You're still getting to use your creative mind for this. You're still getting to offer a beautiful piece of jewelry. It may not be exactly what you think is the most beautiful thing or the best thing, but you have to know what the customers are demanding and be able to move to that. The fourth truth is that you get to employ other people and get help. You don't have to do it alone. But there's one caveat to that. And this is a sour truth is that a lot of times you have to wait until you have enough sales to justify it, right? So at first, you have to wear every hat, you have to become a jack of all trades. I used to say that I could do everything from web design to customer service to shipping manager to picking out products, graphic design, I was the accountant. I mean, you name it, I was having to do everything. So I get it if you're doing that for your business, I 100% get it. But there are so many resources now for inexpensive ways to get help. You can get college kids that wanna work on the side that are graphic designers, and maybe they can help you with some of that if you're not good at that. Or there's places like Fiverr and Upwork. If you haven't seen any of these sites online, there are some great ways to get inexpensive help that you can start outsourcing Or right now, if you know, like you're doing everything yourself, but you know you're suffering in certain aspects of your business, you probably should go ahead and spend the money to outsource because it will probably be done better than how you're doing it. If you know it's your weakness and it'll free up time so you can actually focus on what you should be doing. You can also hire part-time help, someone that works for you, say, three days a week or two days a week that comes to your house and works with you if you're running your business out of your house, or if you have an office in a building, they could come twice a week, just anything to help you lighten the load so you can focus on selling. For me, I've had friends that I've paid to work for me, and they've been amazing. My sister-in-law worked for me for years, and she actually became my like warehouse and shipping center and stocked a ton of my merchandise and shipped it every day and the beauty in that was she was able to quit her teaching job so that she could be home with her babies so not only was this a win for me to lighten the load but it was a win for her and what an awesome situation right so be kind of thinking about that if you need help you can hire out cheaply you can get family you can get friends There's ways to do it so you can focus on the more important aspects of your business in the important areas where you shine. The fifth truth about business is that you actually get to serve people and make them happy. The sour truth is that you won't make everyone happy. (laughs) I hate to tell you this. You know, you've heard that saying you can't be all things to all people. You can't be all things to all customers either. I hate to tell you but it's the truth. So the beauty is that you are serving people, whether you're providing a product or a service or anything that you're providing is actually making their lives better in some way. Maybe it's a convenience that you're providing. Maybe it's just a done-for-you service that you're providing, which saves them time. Some type of product or food that is making their life easier so they don't have to cook or they get to give a gift. So realize that what you're doing is providing an awesome service for someone and you should take pride in that and obviously present yourself and your company in the best light possible. But just know that there's some customers that will never be happy. I just hate to tell you, I used to have, oh my gosh, some mean customers. I had some baby gear that was all collegiate and it was team gear. So like University of Texas or University of Florida, Georgia, LSU, we had all kinds of onesies and booties and little baby hats. And it was just the niche of collegiate baby gear. And it was so much fun and awesome. But you would not believe, I remember one time a onesie, it was just a little outfit didn't get there. In like three days or something. This was like ten years ago when we would ship, you know, USPS or whatever. And it'd be three days. Nothing like the Amazon of overnight and all that. But this man was so mad, screaming at us. First, screamed at my sister in law who worked for me, and then screamed at me. And we told him, you know, we'll refund him. We'll get another one out immediately. I can't even remember what happened now, but just irate. And then there's actual customers that we do screw up somehow and something happens and they're so nice and give us grace. So you can't please everybody. And so don't worry about it. But the great news is know in your heart, you're doing something good for other people, whether it's a product or service, and be proud of that. The next truth about business is that you get to gain a whole new perspective of what it takes to be a small business owner, and I'm telling you, I am so sympathetic towards other business owners. I admire them so much. I know the hours they put in. I know everything they have to do to keep their business up and running. It's a grind. There's no way around it. Being your own boss is a grind, but it is so rewarding and so fulfilling, and you'll start noticing more and more everything about businesses, how they run theirs, how they treat their customers how they upsell, how they present products, you know, how they brand themselves, how their messaging is. It's really cool because now you just take notice of everything. Kind of like when you get a new car and you never saw that car anywhere before and now all of a sudden you see your same car that you just bought everywhere. It's kind of like that. You just start noticing the business in everything around you, which is cool. But the sad part about it is you can see when other businesses are doing things wrong or inefficiently or not maximizing their business, and it's heartbreaking. It is. And you just, you feel their pain. And I feel so much pain every time a business goes out of business around here, like a retail business or something. I just oh, it just makes my heart sink because that was somebody's baby. Like we have this cutest little coffee shop. It was like a French coffee shop. They had pastries and I loved the decor. It was kind of a whitewash all inside. I would go in there and work on my Bible study and do stuff when my daughter was at her voice lessons and I loved it. But I knew every time I was in there, I'm like, nobody's in here. There's no way. I just kept looking around. I was like, there's no way this place can stay in business. And sure enough, it went out of business and it broke my heart. Because I just sat there and went, somebody planned this whole thing out. It was their baby. It was their love. They had high hopes for it. So that's the sour truth about business is that not only do you love and admire businesses, but you get sad when you know maybe it wasn't the right location or it just wasn't the right kind of business for that location. You know, it's kind of heartbreaking. So the next truth is that whatever strengths you have, they will shine in your business. So if you're really good at networking and working with customers, it's going to show. If you're not good at package design, on the other hand, and you design the packages to your product, it's going to show. So that's the sour truth is that your weaknesses will show as well. And I think you always need to have someone around you that's going to keep you in check, whether it's a spouse, a child, a family member, a friend who's going to say, you know what? your strengths are best behind the computer and networking and optimizing your website and keeping in touch with customers online versus the aesthetics of a business. So this is just an example. But maybe as I said, you were in charge of, you know, decorating your store or doing the graphics for your website or creating the packaging for your product, and it's just not that great. You should totally hire out for that or get someone to help you You have to know your strengths and your weaknesses, and don't let yourself get caught up in that I have to do everything for my business because part of your business may suffer because your weaknesses are being exposed. You see what I'm saying? So, the eighth one is that many find it easy to have a business idea, but the hard part is actually starting. And so, this is kind of the impetus for my business here is that I think a lot of people and women especially have these ideas of what they want to do. And they may be creative and have a passion for something, but they never actually start. And oh my gosh, that just breaks my heart so badly because my personality, just whatever that is, I'm able to start. Like I'm like, go one, two, three, go. We're going to start this business. Right. But a lot of people don't have that. And they may have these awesome ideas, maybe way better ideas than me. Right but they don't have that, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the knowledge of how to start or what to do, or maybe they just don't even like the business side of it. They just want to get to use their creative brain. And if that's you, I meet a ton of women like this. I talk to women all the time and you would not believe. Women that I wouldn't think would have a hard time actually starting a business too. I think they think it's risky. Do you think that it's risky or you just don't like it? I would love to know because I don't understand why you don't actually do it. And I want to help you. If you are in that position right now, I just wanted to make a shout out to you. Email me hi at Kimberlybrock.com. See if I can help you. Tell me about the kind of business that you're thinking of. And I may be able to help you take those first steps to actually start because there's no reason. There is no reason. In fact, I'm going to do another podcast episode that gives you a checklist on how to start your business. It's just a basic checklist. But be looking for that because I am going to have an episode all about that. So you can actually start so I don't have to have a broken heart anymore by talking to any other women who say, I don't know how to start my business. So sometimes people find it easy to have an idea, but hard to actually start. And I want you to know, once you get past starting and you get the ball rolling, it all falls into place, which is super exciting. The last truth about business, and there's no sour side to this one, This is an awesome sweet truth. It's that you will surprise yourself at who you become by starting your own business. And if you've already had your business a while, I want you to sit there right now and give yourself a hug and give yourself a pat on the back. Because starting your business, as I said a minute ago, many people stop prior to this and their business never happens. So you are going to be surprised at what you are capable of. You honestly don't realize what you are capable of until demands are put on you. So when you start a business, there is all kinds of demands that are put on you. Like I said too earlier, you have to wear a million hats and you have to be putting fires out all the time trying to figure out how to get your website up and running or how to post the right things on Facebook or how to fix your product or how to make a customer happy or how to send the right kind of emails, right? You have to do all these things all day long. I just want to give you a high five right now over the airwaves and say, great job, because I know if you really look at yourself in the mirror, you're going to realize how you've changed and how you've become a better person by starting your own business. And side note, if you have not become a better person and you don't think you've gotten anything out of starting your own business, then maybe entrepreneurship isn't for you. Maybe you should go back to whatever other passion you had or type of career path that you had, because business ownership is not for everyone. It really isn't. And you have to have a certain kind of resolve and you have to be at peace when maybe you're not making any money and you're still working so hard, right? That's different than when you work in the corporate world or as a teacher or anything. You're getting paid for being at work every day. And this is not the case. So if you have had a business, or you're about to, I want you to know, you become way more than you ever thought you could become. And you are capable of so much. And I'm so proud of you. And I just wanted to say that life is sweet. When you own your own business, you're getting to do something you love. You're owning your future, get it, owning your future. And you're making money And you're becoming personally fulfilled about what you're doing. Anyways, that's it. It's nine sweet and sour truths. I hope you enjoyed it and it just made you think and made you appreciate your business and what it's done for you. Anyways, until next time, you guys have a great day. And remember, if you are starting a business or dreaming of starting a business or you already have a business, I've got a women's only private Facebook group on. So you can go to start with Kimberly Brock. That's my handle for Facebook. Go there. You'll see a blue button that says join now or visit group. If They keep changing it. Something like that. Visit group or join now. And you can click the blue button. It's right below the main photo. And you can apply real quick, answer a few questions, and you can become part of our community of women who support each other along this whole journey of business and life. Thank you so much for listening today. And please subscribe if you're on Apple podcast or Spotify, if you could just subscribe, then that way any new episodes that come out, you'll get them there on your phone and they'll come right up. And maybe when you're on a walk or cleaning the house or doing anything like that, you can you can listen to the podcast and hopefully get some motivation for your business journey. Thank you all so much and have a great day. Bye now thanks again for listening. I just wanted to let you know that I do have show notes of every single episode. So right now you're listening to it on an app, maybe it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. scroll down and you can see my show notes there. It's a summary of each episode. So I didn't want you to panic if maybe there was a couple of things you needed to remember from any episode. You can always go down to the show notes and I've got links and sometimes there's downloads. And so I've got all the information there. I just wanted to let you know. Thank you again for listening. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here.